This week we're going to be chatting to Terry Farley. He's got a brand new album out as well. We're going to be chatting to him very, very shortly about that. Then we're going to be going in the mix with Terry until the end of this week's Essential House Radio Show. Don't forget, if you'd like to check out past interviews, you can always check out EssentialHouseRadioShow.com. EssentialHouseRadioShow.com. Check out EssentialHouseRadioShow.com for all the latest information on the show. But we recently caught up with Terry Farley. You had the first album out, Acid Rain, which was an unbelievable success, and you're following up with Acid Thunder. Is this just a compilation to carry on from what the last one? Obviously, there's quite a few different tracks on there, tribute to Frankie, spiritual house music. What was the idea about this second CD? Was it? Um, well, well, to be to be honest with you, kind of, um, if if you're into you know Chicago house and, and kind of the East Coast house from from back in the day, then there's true labels, one's tracks in the other DJ International, and. Um, they they beat the uh, competitors from day one, and they don't allow their records to be shared on the same albums if you if you license them. So the first album we did was mainly tracks records, um, and tracks kind of did harder stuff, and it was you know more acidy um, kind of stuff that Ron Hardy was playing at the music box, whereas DJ International tended to be the stuff that Frankie Knuckles was playing. At warehouse and um, DJ International stuff was more disco influenced where I would say the track stuff is is kind of more new wave and high energy uh, Italian disco kind of influence so the new one which is Acid Thunder is very much kind of DJ International um, style of music um, but, but there are some acid tracks on there there's some really good acid tracks on there actually James Jack Rabbit and um, and other stuff Pub uh, MCM but most of it is a lot more kind of soulful and kind of um, song based right yeah, I didn't know that about the labels see I've learned something new tonight um, so obviously there's quite a few different tracks on there obviously the acid and the deep house it's deep house from 1985 to 91 as well um, there's some brilliant tracks I've been looking at the track list and there's some absolutely awesome tracks how did you go about did you just sit with all the old back catalogue and say I want that one I want that one or- uh, well, I, well I mean you know the, the, the guys said well ok we, we've got DJ International catalogue for this uh, but we can't use any tracks records so I went through the DJ International stuff give them a big list uh, some few records got turned down funny enough the one that did get turned down uh, Acid Thunder by Fast Eddie <laughs> which is the, the name of the album uh, but it was kind of too late we'd already decided to to, to use that name um, bef- before uh, we got turned down for the track um, so we, we stuck with Acid Thunder um, and, um, and then I just kind of went I just went through all, all the associated labels with tracks with so like you know uh, and DJ International and went through those and kind of cross-referenced other stuff that the people who had made tracks or records for these labels on and and just got on Facebook really and, and, and hunted down you know guys who haven't made records for ages who made one record that we really wanted and and just done it like that, really. It's, it's just a little bit of detective work. It's, quite, it's, it's a very interesting process. And if you're into music, 
um, it's kind of way of really you can really connect with um, with the past and, and and the people who who you're trying to trying to help sell records and help get recognition, which is the you know my my kind of major motive in the whole thing here is to is to bring this music kind of into into today's market. You know, so kids, young kids, will will understand. You know where where this where this music come from. I don't. I've not really. You know, my my. I, I you know the, the, the guys who have been into this will probably have, have most of the records. Um, not all in one place, but they'll have the records. So it's quite important that you know the young kids who are all suddenly into house music now, and there's a lot of them. Uh, you know, they understand that, you know, Marshall Jefferson is Deep House, not Jerry Essex. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so true. Um, do you think the, the new the new wave of people coming through listening to Deep House is, do you think they're going back to this original sound? Because a lot of it, you can hear like vibes and you hear a lot of it coming through and the, the new sounds that are being produced at the moment. Well, I, 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 think, I think it depends. There's two sort of schools of, of new Deep House. Um, you know, and and, and, and and I mean, there's all there's, there's guys in Chicago who haven't stopped making deep house. You know, Glenn Underground and Ron Trent and Moody Man and people like that. But the people who are kind of the Europeans and, and the British people who are making it, there's two different schools. There's one that are using the original equipment and they're using actual equipment rather than plugins and computer programs. Uh, and they're making, you know, really authentic sound in Chicago house music. Um, and then there's the kids who have come from UK Garage and Grime who are um, making their own version of Deep House. Um, it doesn't sound very deep, it doesn't sound very house to me. But, you know, hey, it's, it's what they like. Um, and um, I, I would I would hope that this, this album and, and the previous one gets to their, to their, their listeners because, um, as I say, it's quite important, I think, you know, to, for people to realise, uh, you know, where, where we come from. So we, when we go forward, we can do it in a, in a proper manner. <laughs> Um, did it take you long to actually, I know you mentioned before tracking all the, tracking everything down, how long did it take you to actually put the album together to, to get the playlist? I'd imagine it was months, was it? Well, well I mean, putting the, putting the album together is, is was an ongoing process, probably about six months. You know, I, 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 you, you initially give, give the record label a list of about 90 records, uh, hoping that, you know, they can get 60 of them, and then... We, you know, then loads get turned down or people just can't get found. Um, record labels no longer exist. Um, people died, you know. Um, some people are just not interested. And then that's actually a lot of these people in Chicago, you know, it's such bad uh, experiences with record labels and, and people stealing their publishing. And they're just really not interested in, and, and some of them need a little bit of persuading to, uh, and, and for you know, for me and for people to explain that you know they will get paid, right. and um, they will get full credit for their music. So it's an ongoing process, really. Um, it's an ongoing process. You know, there's stuff on there that. 
I would I really wanted to get on this, but we, we couldn't manage it. Um, if this managed to sell as well as Acid Rain, then I'm going to do my best to convince uh, the powers at the record label to let me do one more right. next year, which would kind of would be the, the trilogy, and, and and would some you know would finish it up for me. That that sounds um, like a very good idea to me. Um, I've just been looking at the sleeve notes as well. Obviously, there's, there's covers of all the labels, and some of the sleeve notes go back into the history of all the albums as well. Were you involved with them in writing the sleeve notes? Uh, no, no. The sleeve notes were written by a guy called Jacob, who has uh, an amazing blog called Gridface. Um, he's based in Chicago, and and uh, he he wrote the sleeve notes. Um, the last leave notes were wrote, written by a, a, a guy in London, and he wrote wrote the sleeve notes from a kind of London perspective of how we uh, in London and in Manchester and other places in England sort of you know got the music. Whereas um, I think Jacobs r- r- written these sleeve notes from a Chicago, uh, a native of Chicago's perspective, and I think they're really good. Um, you know. It's well worth it's well worth buying this box set because you know you get the booklet, you get sleeve notes, you get the actual physicality of holding this stuff in your hand, and it's very well mastered. It's mastered far better than anything that these, this music's ever been heard before. You know, it doesn't matter if you've got a mint twelve-inch single that's never been played; it still won't sound as good as. Uh, they do on this CDs because of just the mastering is amazing. So were you involved with the mastering for it as well then, or? No, no, the mastering's done by this strange kind of genius in, in Holland, it was sent to Holland, right. and this guy's um, he's got a mastering studio, and, 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 and again, you know, a lot of, when you, when you license a record, ideally, the, the record label will send you, um, uh, uh, a master, a master to copy off of. Right. Um, and but but most with this, it was very very difficult. You know, sometimes we were having to go on to um, discogs and buy copies. You know, some copies. Some we paid a hundred pounds for some yeah. some copies, uh, uh, and then had to master off of the CD, off of the, the vinyl itself. And then master again and again, keep keep working it. So so it so, so it got really good. I mean, there's quite a lot of hard work gone into this. You know, I, I kind of you know it's all very well having my name stuck on the box set and me talking to people like you and taking all you know everyone slapping me on the back. But uh, you know the, the guy at the mastering studio and Jacob uh, and the people at the record label who have kind of done a lot of the legwork on this. You know, they 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 deserve. Um, full credit for all their work. It sounds like there's been a lot of hard work gone into it. Um, Whereabouts did all the names for the CDs come from? Obviously you've got the Deep House Foundation, Spiritual House Music, um, Club Kids, Jack Attack, um, Tribute to Frankie and also People of All Nations. Well, well, I mean, because there's five five CDs, um, the the whole idea, and, and we did this on Acid Rain, the whole idea was that for each CD, so kind of have its own own uh, identity, and, and and for it to be 
represent a different time of the night. If you had, if you look at a, you know a night in a club from ten to six or you know eleven to eight in the morning or something like that, um, and so rather than just have everything done there willy nilly or in the order it was released, I, I kind of compiled it in, in a way that it sounds like you're in a club at a certain time um, of the evening and. Um, I just kind of had, I had to try and think of names to um, to make sense of what you're about to hear. So, you know, some of it's, I, I kind of put a lot of the soulful, soulful gospel house records, music together. Um, and then there was quite a few records that were actually made for Frankie Knuckles to play at the warehouse, you know, Jack Me Frankie, and there's another one on there called The Godfather of House that was made for him. Um, at that time, you know, in 87, by kids who were going to these clubs and, and they made these tracks for him. So we did one, one CD that was a tribute to, to Frankie. Um, and the really, the crazy shit with all the kind of acid house stuff going on in the 303s, we, we called that the kind of club kids um, CD as well. So they're kind, of, they're kind of names, once you put it on, you'll kind of get, get the gist of it. Excellent. So the album's out in September, September the 1st. Um, are you going to be out and about doing club gigs and going to be playing this type of stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm playing, yeah, yeah. Um, this weekend, I'm playing in Perth in Scotland, uh, somewhere called the Ice Factory. I've never played there before. Um, the weekend after, I'm doing festival on the Isle of Wight. Um, I'm me and Stuart Patterson from Faith. We're finishing off the Bollywood tent with our mate from uh, Berlin, from Germany. So whereabouts can people find more information on yourself then? On me, um, I've got a Facebook page, Terry Farley. Facebook, um, loads of pictures of my ugly mug. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I... I, I, I I don't know really, I mean, you know, you can Google me and there's <laughs> there's loads of stuff on there, uh, you know, of stuff that I've been doing and about to do, but, but you know, the Facebook page is pretty good, there's a, there's a fan page on there with all my upcoming gigs and, and releases, I've got a, my, myself and Peter Heller have got a, a new CD coming out with Get Physical, which is a, a compilation of modern deep house records with a few classics on, that's called Tears. Essential House. Say massive thanks there to Terry Farley for taking time out and chatting to us down here. He's going to open up his mix with Sandman and Into Your Story. He's got tracks coming your way from Roach Motel, Blake Baxter and Club MCM as well as Little Louie. This is the Essential House Radio Show with Terry Farley in the mix. The Essential House Radio Show Guest Mix.